Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Oh, we got breaking news. What's that? They finally got him. They're going to charge Trump with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, insurrection. Mm. Mm. The January 6th committee? Yeah. They want the Justice Department to pursue at least three criminal charges, and one of them is <clears throat> insurrection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Obstruction of an official proceeding, a conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government. This is a recommendation from the House. From the, the, yeah, because they're done. I mean, the Republicans yeah. have taken over the House, and that's the end of this thing. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's got no power of, of anything. Right, but the Department of Justice might take the recommendation and file the charges. That would uh, be prob- up to them. Probably not. But it's Biden's Justice Department. Yeah, but they don't want to get entangled with going after a sitting uh, president because then the next administration will go after Biden. Well, he's not a sitting president. You mean former president. A former president, sorry. I thought this is what this was all about a couple of years ago. No. We can't wait till he's out of office, then we can get him. No, 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 no that's posturing. That's the theater to create but, excitement on your side during the voting cycles. I thought both sides agreed, though, that yeah, indicting a sitting president, no, but when he's out of office. It's never been done, though. But now he's running again, so. Yeah, that's another thing. And he sold out those trading cards, sold them out. I thousands knew of he them would. In minutes. He, he, could, he could produce endless of those trading cards, and he'll sell I millions of them. should have bought some, and then I could have gone online and tried to sell them for a profit. Or yeah. Whatever. I mean, they're not really, they're, they're digital or whatever. You know, these digital, yeah. They're NFTs. They're NFTs, which yeah. is Non-fungible which is as worthless as tokens. All, as worthless as all the crypto. It's all like fake stuff that doesn't really exist. It's a fascinating time we're in. 
Oh, I have, I have, uh, uh, well, a sensitive ethical question for you too. What? Uh, what? Well, it's. I had a worker come to the house today to do some repairs, mm-hmm. and as soon as I opened the door, this was early, like nine o'clock. Uh, he wanted to use the bathroom, which is fine. So I went upstairs to the office, and I'm working away, and um, I don't hear a flush for a while. Yes. And then I did. Uh, he did number two. I mean, is that considered faux pas? <laughs> What's the rules on if you're a worker and you got to go and you get to someone's house? <laughs> well, number well, one, I understand because that's, um, well, how do I put it? You want him to do more, it? On- a bit more sanitary and less smelly? You want him to do it on the lawn? I know. I thought of that. He well, was probably he should do bind. it before he came to the job. He should, yeah, but, but maybe it, the urge didn't hit him until he... You know, he, I don't know how far away he came. I didn't it, ask him. Let's say... He, He's got a system where it's an hour after breakfast. There are people like that, there especially with coffee. Like, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it, it went off, and he's standing there looking at you, and it's either your toilet or uh, your front walk. Yeah, I, I uh, doubt I would have ever said no, but if it was number two, I might have hesitated. I didn't well, know. I just assumed it was... Excuse uh... me, do you have to pee your poop? <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, see, that's why bring... I'm asking this question. <laughs> no. This is the etiquette question. What do you do? Do you... No, I, I just... I just uh... Do you direct him because there's a I just say I don't have a working bathroom for you to use. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you haven't seen Ken's house. That's hard <laughs> to sell. <laughs> well, the guy hasn't seen my house, though. <laughs> Odds are there's more than one working bathroom in there. <laughs> I could have said there's a park down the street. With public restrooms, no. <laughs> That's what if we, this is number right. two. <laughs> what, is, what is he repairing? Uh, no, they were actually window washers. Window washers. Oh, so there's, there's not much damage you can do. Damage you could do. Well, oh, in I other words, see, if, right, you if you piss them, you them off, right, I see. You I know, know, and right. it's your electrical system, then maybe you don't want to want to offend him. Okay, I just, <laughs> or yeah. like or like the the gas. <laughs> no, because then I you could. could Needless to say, I couldn't go in there for a while. You have yeah. to go and sanitize it. You should have seen me when COVID was at the, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, he sprayed, though, which was, you know, thoughtful. I know, but you have to go and you have to Clorox everything. Well, I actually had a cleaning team come the next day, so. Oh, you know. okay. Just for him? No. <laughs> wow. That must have been <laughs> no, something else. That was the schedule, as it turned <laughs> That was a big breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I called in a hazmat team <laughs> immediately. Clean, a whole cleaning team, huh? <laughs> yeah, gosh. <laughs> Oh, all I right. Mean, you did so, the right thing. Uh, guess what? It's day five of the state of emergency on homelessness in the city of Los I Angeles. Know. I was thinking about that, and I was so excited. All the possibilities of what could have been done on day five. People are asking for that uh, that uh, alarm. They want to use it uh, on their phone and stuff. And is that right? Yeah. Can, can we can we sell ringtones of that thing? Right. Thank you for reminding me about that. Actually, <laughs> what? I forwarded him the request. Oh, you're, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna send it to people? Uh, it's up to him. It's not up to me. I oh, okay. I, I, he handles all well, the charge. sound effects. So, charge. Uh, Technically, Clay was... would have to charge. <laughs> uh, oh, Clay. Okay, that's right. That's that is that is a homemade alarm there. So I don't think we have to pay rights to a sound effects company necessarily. Oh no, we don't. That's a no. We we could sell that as a ringtone. Yeah, Clay put that together a few years ago. Right. We, that's it's... some other emergency. <laughs> oh, there's always emergencies. There's always an emergency. Uh, there was movement today. Well, first we'll check with you. Still homeless people in your neighborhood? Did Where I have go? an encounter today? I'm trying to think. Oh, looks like it's working. 
Yeah, I think she might have pulled everybody off. I don't think I was accosted today. Of course, I don't. You didn't see anybody. You didn't hear anything. That's unusual. You have one. You've had one every day this week to talk uh, about. Oh, I know. No, it's been it's been it's been a busy time in homeless land. Um, I'm well, trying it's to the think. holidays. They're moving about. I didn't really. I went to two places this morning. No, I didn't run across anything. Wow. I'm, I'm trying to be accurate in my reporting. I'm not exaggerating or hyping things. No, today was today was a quiet day. But I did stay mostly indoors. Okay. Well, that 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 limits your chances to see what's going on. Uh, so we're very excited to announce, not only do we have that state of emergency, today we moved up another level. She signed an executive order. An executive order? An EO, as Ooh. they call it. Oh, to my accelerate God. and lower the cost of affordable housing and lift regulations that slow or prevent permanent or temporary housing for those experiencing homelessness. Um, <laughs> it sounds rather broad. Uh, yeah, can we have some specifics? Uh, yeah. I saw one, I think it was a professor, commenting on the state of emergency saying, this sounds like she's just trying to shelter people. She's not really getting to the systemic nature of homelessness. <laughs> systemic nature. <laughs> was, that, was, that some, was that some academic? It was, yeah. I, had, I forget you know which what? one. Can we deport all the academics? Is that possible? Is there an executive uh, order where all these silly, foolish academics can be sent away? Remember when we did the show, we'd complain there were too many lawyers, but you're right. Now there's too many academics. There's too many academics, and um, certain phrases have to be banned forever, and one of them is systemic. Did you ever hear the word systemic <laughs> before, say, five years ago? And then uh, suddenly, like, every eight minutes, somebody's going, there's a systemic cause here, a systemic problem. I, yeah, I, I well, the George Floyd thing changed a lot, and that's when the word I kept hearing systemic racism yeah, all the it, time after well, that. So I know. It, that's two and a half years I've been hearing it. It's created mass hysteria among academics, right. and now they, it's almost like Tourette's syndrome. Every few seconds they have to go, there's a systemic problem. The systemic problem is uh, people take uh, too many drugs, yeah. and uh, there's too much untreated mental illness. That's your systemic problem there. And once again, when you read these stories, they focus on like, again, called the low-hanging fruit, there are people, and I'm, we're not going to deny it, that have hit on hard times and they get kicked out of their home because the rent got raised, right? And they, But they figure it out. Most of them either live with somebody temporarily, they work something out, maybe they move, right? So, But there are, at any given point in time, going to be, and they're often women and families, right? Because I don't have to refer to the women and families. Yeah. But what we're talking about is what John sees every day, what our listeners see every day, the mental illness, the drug use, the real dredge that is making the city disgusting. And they never want to address that. They always no, talk about no. the, what I call the low-hanging fruit because you that can be helped easily. Because the only solution is to force them inside. You force them into, really... Treatment. Me, treatment, or it becomes mental incarceration is what it becomes. Yeah, it's like you were saying yesterday. You just got to no. maybe drug them for the rest of their life. No, and... no, uh, no I, I mean, I, the thing is, it's not even written about or talked about. I mean, I go searching all the time for, for research and stories, and nobody wants to admit that there is no cure for a lot of mental illness. There is treatment in, in pills, right? You just turn yeah. them into zombies. But most of these uh, homeless people aren't going aren't gonna to stick to a, a drug regimen. Well, that's, it depends that's if impossible. it's drugs, how far gone they are in terms yeah. of their brain damage. Right. Right. right, right. If they've been taking meth for a long enough time, then there's, there's nothing left to save. Right. You might as well you know, put their brain in a, in a jar. And, uh, uh, there, there's, no, there's nothing there anymore.
and we'll repeat this as often as possible, go look up and read all about Sam Canonis, the writer, who's been tracking this drug problem, and he'll tell you what he learned about fentanyl. There's no coming back. Now, why is it just Sam Canonis? I, and, and, and he wrote for... It was, it he was, was a, a Times writer years ago, wasn't he? That's what uh, I think I read. He was, yeah, most recently he wrote a piece for LA Magazine, then an interview in New York Magazine. And by the way, New York Magazine... Well, he wrote a book, right? The Least of Us book. is his book. But, right. Yeah, the book The Least of Us. But what he writes is truth, like what Michael Schellenberger writes is truth, and nobody else picks up on it. And you read, no. you read these books or see these interviews, and it's like this island of sanity where everything makes sense. Like, the, like it, it just, all the puzzle pieces come together, and you listen, and you say, that's it. That's what's going on. And, you know, Canonis and Schellenberger are probably two guys I can think of that probably have been on the left, if you want to call it that, maybe a bit progressive. But they're trying to find the middle ground to do something about the homeless, especially the mentally ill. Practical and, stuff. And the drug addict. Exactly. They're it, though. They're the two lone voices we have here in California that we've noticed. That's it. Ideological ideas almost never work from either end. You have to have practical, rational decisions made that work. Something either works or it doesn't. If it doesn't work, it's it's pointless. I I don't know. I don't know what to do about this world. All right. Well, when we come back. Except get the old exit bag. Mayor Bass is going to also have a new money stream to battle homelessness. I'm sorry, people experiencing homelessness. We'll tell you what it is because it passed. The L.A. City voters approved it. And now we'll tell you how people are already working to get around it, which you would do if it was this much money. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. I'm watching Hmm. the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Oh, that's right. I saw the list of bowl games. I couldn't believe the names. They're all sponsors. The Duluth there are so many now. Yeah. you got to be a bad college football team. Not to, you're supposed to be at least at a 500 record, I think, for most of them. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I uh, Troy is playing UTSA. Wow. I don't even know where those uh, schools are. Where's the Duke of Sports? University, Tennessee, uh, Texas, San Antonio. Right. And and Troy, very good. I don't know where Troy is. Oh, you don't know? Isn't it in, in uh, Greece or uh, Rome? <laughs> <laughs> The Trojans? No, I, I don't no. think they're part of the NCAA. Oh, okay. all right. So do you know the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl? No, but like, what I does mean, that mean? These bold names change every year just because they need a new sponsor <laughs> to be able to put it on. Yes, he's right. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I got it on. Jimmy Kimmel's got a bowl. Yeah, that fathead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> I'm getting ads all the time asking to buy tickets. There's nobody going. <clears throat> it's, it's at SoFi. He got SoFi Stadium. Is that right? Place. Yeah. Nah, he's got yeah. too much money then. Uh, <laughs> That's a sign you got too much money. Uh, oh, Troy, Turkey. But I was trying to find the Troy. Is it a, is it a college? Yeah, it's a college. Oh, okay. UCLA's in the Sun Bowl. Well, that bowl's been around. Yeah. Since I was a kid. Yeah, it's, so... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's um, I don't think the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl has much of a tradition, though. No. Do you know where it is being played? Uh, no. Uh, Orlando. That's been around seven years already. Uh, got by me. Troy is in Alabama, too. Troy. It says yeah, it here that Alabama, they're the number right. 23 and number 22 team. Is that in the, the major college rankings, or is this some uh, uh, little subdivision? 
Do you have to ask the Duke of Sports? I don't know. I'm asking him. I'm looking at him here. <laughs> He's I'm our wizard on sports, I'm not, man. I'm not really a college football fan. I'm, I'm much I'm more not professional. Either. Who wins the World Cup Sunday, Duke? Oh, that's messy. It's going to be a send-off, passing of the torch whole thing with him and Mbappe. Argentina's going to win, though. France Argentina won't go back-to-back. Argentina's going to win. Right. Penalty kicks or... No regulation. I don't need that. I don't need to watch any soccer longer than I need to. You know, in the, in the <laughs> final round, it should be endless play. There should be no penalty kicks, no tiebreakers. You play until they drop. Ties don't belong in sports. No, at all. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't like these gimmick ways to end uh, games. Like they no, came up with. I baseball. love the term "sudden death." Yeah, just oh. play until people start passing out on the field. Let's see who's physically tougher. Um, we're talking about uh, Mayor Bass. For a state of emergency on homelessness today, an executive order. She is moving on this. You know, I forgot to tell Ray, we got to get her daily schedule just to see what she's up to. She yes. ought to be working on homelessness well, every day. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. As we announce each day of the emergency, we can go through the schedule to see what she did about homelessness. Oh, and we could right. see we could see all the meetings she attended, and it'll be like a, a daily report. We can we all can right, get do. Ray on that yeah, because the news the, department probably gets her right. schedule because they want the press to cover. Let's, her. let's do this first week of January. And we'll we... do this the first week of January. Uh, thank you. Uh, now, people, not including John Cobelt, voted for Measure ULA, Unite to House LA, the mansion tax, a 4% tax on property sales above $5 million. This may bring in, based on last year's kind of sales like this, almost another billion dollars to the city of Los Angeles to fight homelessness. <laughs> the tax rises to 5.5% on sales above $10 million. So here's an example. A $5 million sale would include a $200,000 tax. A $10 million sale, the tax would be 550000 typically paid by the oh seller. Oh, my God. $550,000? So, yep. So well, they figure if you have a $10 million property for sale, you're a pretty wealthy person. So what's five fifty to you? A half million dollars. That's a lot of money. So it, well, so you, you get taxed on the whole price? There's like the first five millions not exempted? Don't think so, no. Oh. That's that no, is No, because five and a half percent of ten million is five hundred and fifty thousand. That's what it is. Oh, that is wrong. It says here it's sending shockwaves uh to people in the housing <laughs> oh. market on the high end transactions, and they're already they're already figuring out ways around it. They should. That, 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 that's not your... Uh, some people are going to sell before it takes effect. That's their strategy because it takes effect in April. Others have come up with the weird idea that they can split the property up into parts hmm. and just and sell them for $4.999 million each so they can elude the tax since it kicks in at $5 million. Oh, this is what people will do, and they deserve yeah. it. That's their house. That they, they earn the money to buy the house. That's their house. It's not the government's house. And and shame on you people for voting for this tax. That's not your your money either. What are you doing? Why are you empowering this evil, devious, loser government we have in Los Angeles to take money from people who, who work for their house? What God? Uh, what losers? Jealous people are loser people. They really are. I think I found another academic. We ought to just throw them all in the dumpster. Shane Phillips, the Housing Initiative Project Manager for UCLA's Lewis Center. Do you know what he said about this what? transfer tax idea? The, and I may have to repeat the sentence because I can't believe it. The tax is a good way for property owners who have done well financially to contribute to solving city problems that come from the appreciation of their property values? I don't even understand that. Appreciation of property values means things are going well in your neighborhood and people want to live there.
And that raises the city's problems with all the trash and the homelessness and the drug addicts. That doesn't come from people having a nice piece of property. Get out of here. That creates more tax revenue. Yeah, I, when you when you buy a new house at market rate, that creates comps for all the other homes that are going to be bought. And every time someone buys a home, they pay a tax rate at the current value of the house. That's how I Prop 13 works. What he means is because the, the, this has led to high real estate values in Southern California, it's pushing people out and some end up homeless. It's not put you you these kind of homes are what they sell in Bel Air. They're not pushing anybody out in Bel Air that becomes homeless. That is nonsense. You know, these academics. Gentrification is the word they like to use, they're just, right? They're just crazy liars. The rich people come yeah. and take over like uh, a middle-low-income neighborhood, and they make it rich, and everybody gets pushed out. Gentrification is a, it's a stupid academic word for the neighborhood got better. Got better. I know. That's that, I know. We used they, to love it when that they, happened, they, and they, now it's like it's terrible. They bitch when the neighborhoods are poor and run down. They bitch when the neighborhoods get an upgrade. <laughs> all but right, but yeah. it all comes down to the government should have more power to steal more money away from people who work for a living. That's a t- horrible tax. All right, when we come back, you can't make this up. Two stories that have to go together concerning the topic of electricity john and ken kfi am 640 live everywhere the iHeartRadio radio app Ugh, another pointless video call where nothing gets done i think you're on mute david uh oh sorry what did i miss it just approved miro for the whole company miro that's the online whiteboard for team collaboration we can make these long video meetings so much shorter with miro boards we can share ideas feedback and updates on them whenever actually see what we're talking about it's all online. Miro will make our flexible work setup so much easier with one virtual space for our brainstorms, projects, presentations. Oh, that sounds kind of amazing. So I don't need to wake up for 6 a.m. calls with the London office anymore. Now you're getting it. Don't let time zones get in the way of your team working well together. See why 99% of the Fortune 100 trust Miro to get good work done from anywhere. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Well, they're really looking for that car, that white Hyundai. We will talk to Alex Stone. This is the Idaho College Student Murders. They do believe it could be a key in this investigation as to who killed them. Why is this white Hyundai thing now a big deal? Because it's all they got. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. It's That's been what a, I'm worried about. It's been it's over, the only decent lead they have. How's that? Well, it's been over a week since they started uh, selling the white Hyundai. I, and it just seems like today it became the they big are deal. They now looking through 22,000 registered cars that fit the description of this Hyundai, mm-hmm. which Ass- I think they don't know the exact year of the, of the make. Assuming but. this is registered. It's another good question. Okay, so then you're looking at a screen with 22,000 registrations. Now what are you going to do? Call them all up? Yeah, you have to find out where were they in Idaho the night of November 13th. And, like, the guy's going to say, yeah, I was? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a bloody knife in your basement? Yeah, I do. How'd you know? Uh, I don't Technically, it'd be the early morning hours of November 13th, the night of November 12th. <laughs> and, by the way, now that the guy knows they're looking for a white Hyundai, do you think he's keeping the Hyundai white? No. He's not even keeping it, probably. <laughs> right, exactly. He's probably having it smashed to bits if he's the killer. And then I, I heard I heard one of the police officials t- 
today going, well, you know, uh, think about it. If you have a neighbor and he's got a white Hyundai and he keeps it in the garage, you know, that could be useful information. It's like, yeah. great. You're going to have you're going to have uh, fifty five thousand neighbors calling about uh, the guy on their block who has a white Hyundai in the garage. Even if they live in like Florida. Well, they could live. Any, the guy could live anywhere. That's their family members are saying whoever did this to it was quick and methodical. They must have had a plan. Get in and get out. Rip them open and go. Weird, huh? Yeah. I. All right. Yeah, it's a psycho. You know, these guys, if this is like an old-fashioned, stereotypical uh, serial killer, those guys are, are usually have like some genius quality to them, and they're very meticulous and careful, and they can go years and years without getting caught. Yeah, if this person goes underground and yeah. doesn't kill anybody again for like a year or two, right. it'll be tough to put yeah. all this together. He just shows up at his accounting job the next day. Who knows that this person didn't kill somebody a year or two ago, right? Right. Well, all the cold cases out there. Uh, the California Air Resources Board yesterday, this is the way they put it, approved the final proposed 2022 scoping plan, a world-leading roadmap to address climate change that cuts greenhouse gas emissions by 85% and the state will achieve carbon neutrality in the year 2045. And if you look at their summary, oh, it's going to cut the emissions. It's going to reduce smog. It's going to create 4 million jobs. This is wonderful. <laughs> now we present the real world. Yeah, this, this is impossible. Everything they have on this uh, This, this story came out almost the same time as the CARB announcement. California and the Midwest face high-risk of electricity shortages in the next five years. Don't we already know that, but um, and, this report laid it out in specifics. And here is the main reason for California's problem, and we already went through this in September. There is too much unreliable renewable energy, and the peak of renewable energy during the day does not match the peak time of the electricity usage. Well, let's think about that. Uh, yeah, when it starts to get later in the day, the sun's going down, the winds die... And yeah, that's that's people coming home and they're turning on everything. Yeah. Air conditioners go on. Washer dryers go on. Sure. Right. Televisions. Ovens. And your electric car gets plugged in. Oh, I forgot about that. The overnight charge. So here's what's coming in California. A daily lecture that when you get home from work, don't plug in anything. Don't turn on anything. Why? Is it this, the dark? Is, this is the progress we're going to have candles. here. Buy candles. But candles emit, don't they? Uh, well, yeah, they do because you're. It's like burning, uh, burning anything that throws off uh, carbons into the air. The wicks. The what are the battery-operated flashlights then in lanterns? Oh, it's, a, it's a hand crank f flashlight. And you'll have to sit there, and oh, you can't make a fire. That's no good either. I'm going to no. say, how do you cook your food? No. Yeah, you can't use the microwave. Mm -mm. Right. No. What do we? Yeah. And what you, do we, we get? Do? Unplug the refrigerator too. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Back to the Stone Age. That's right. Back to the Stone Age. Uh, it says here that this uh, outfit, NERC, what is it? The National Energy Reliability something or other? Bah, bah, bah. Uh, uh, they're looking at the next decade. And uh, they are seeing, at least in the coming five years, a real strain on the grid for not just California, but parts of the Midwest, too. I remember reading about this. Michigan, I think it was this year was having some issues with uh, electricity supply, and they were threatening possible blackouts. We all know about Texas. Yeah, uh, and Texas, Texas reached is, this point. Texas' problem was the same thing. They relied too heavily on renewables. Right. 
anywhere. The, the only places on the planet that are having electricity problems besides the third world, because they never built the infrastructure, is are places that lean too heavily on renewables because the uh, the, the wind and, and the solar is not reliable. In fact, what was that story? I think we printed it out. We never got to it. That in England, there, oh, is, this, right. there is this super lull in the winds right. off That's the coast of England. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I got to find the term for it because it was... Uh, it was it was a really funny term, but in any event, uh, the, the, I, 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 it seems like before they decided to go all in on wind, uh, they didn't really study the patterns or or the the wide variety of oscillations that happen right. in, in the climate, and that you can have extended, repeated periods of no wind, and then that's it. Yeah. You you know there's no electrical generation and there's no battery. To, to store old wind. Oh, it's uh, I got it for you. Anti cyclonic gloom is the yes. term that the National Review used for it. Wind energy, anti cyclonic gloom was the term. <laughs> and I guess the German term is Dunkel, Dunkelflaut? Dunkelflaut, yes. Which can be translated as dark lull or dark doldrums. This so, describes a weather pattern during which there is not a lot of sun and not a lot of wind. No. Right. Now we know what to call it. So it says. In Northern Europe, uh, they're having the Dunkelflaut. Meteorologists call this the anticyclonic gloom. There's two to ten Dunkelflauts a year. <laughs> Most of them occur from October to February. They can run a total of up to 150 hours a year. A single event can last up to 24 hours, but uh, they're especially heavy between November and January. You can get 100 hours of Dunkelflaut a month. So let's put the stories together. CARB thinks we're going to be carbon neutral by the year 2045, and all these stories we're reading is that renewables can't cut it uh, at certain times of the day, certain times of the year, and yet we're going to be all dependent on these uh, n these renewable sources well, of energy in the year 2045 for our entire grid. Yeah, right. How is that possible? I see, and you'll see tomorrow because we we have the press release here. But if 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 the news outlets run any version of this carb announcement, are they going to run a competing story about uh, Dunkelflaut? <laughs> I don't, don't think they will. Uh, or the shortage of wind and the shortage of solar. They don't even publish it. Most people don't know. They don't. This know. is what's fascinating. Is is every story has you know thirty percent of the facts. And what did we learn yesterday? Oh, they decided to make it more expensive for you to have solar panels on your roof by giving you less of a payback on it. So that's going to deter people, probably some, from going rooftop solar. That's not good either. No. It's worse than Dunkelflout. I, can you get those at Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkelflout? Uh, Dunkelflout. <laughs> Dunkelflout. I, just thought, I thought that was the greatest word. The Germans. German word, Germans words. really have real cool words. They have great. I mean, my favorite is Dummkopf. <laughs> what was that from Hogan's Heroes or yes. one of those shows? Yeah. Dummkopf. Dummkopf. More coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Guess what? Uh, in the three o'clock hour, we were first going to talk to Alex Stone about the Idaho murders and the intense search now for this mysterious white Hyundai, the sedan that was seen rolling from the scene. Uh, it was on video, right? I think there was some video that picked it up. And I'm looking at the parking lot across the street. I see lots of white cars. Hyundai. Right. I can't tell which one's a Hyundai, but it could be out there. Yeah, it's 
that narrows it down a little bit of Hyundai versus every white car. You're trying to mock the investigation. Yes, I am. After the 3.30 news, bit of a surprise. They reached out to us, people behind the movement to recall Kevin DeLeon from office as L.A. City Council member. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's great. They, they, Happy they to they talk to them. They could come on the show, so sure. See, I want him tortured. Yeah, I, you know, you're right. And I, I think the mob trying to get him to resign is wrong. Right. This he is, should be recalled from office or voted out in 2024. This so is, this the, is recall, the right right way to do it. I, I think I, well, I think, we backed a recall of him before the whole. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the, before the whole uh, conversation thing. But these 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 protester demands, it's like get off the stage. It's not your councilman. It's not. You're a bunch of paid activists just making a lot of stupid noise. And if you get your way, you'll be going around demand everybody resign that you don't like. Uh, exactly. Because right. because uh, I don't like what you said. What you said upset me. It's like, sit down, you little toddler. We only believe in mob rule when it's our mob, right? Well, the John and Ken yes, mob. Yes, absolutely. Heads on a stick. Uh-huh. Go to Sacramento. Our demand. mob has wisdom and intelligence. The other mobs are just uh, making a mess. All right. Try not to get too disgusted by this story. Uh <clears throat> As we all know, fentanyl right now is one dangerous drug that has taken a hold in uh, many parts of the United States. And we all know the deal that a small amount could be fatal. It can be very addictive. I mentioned earlier this hour that Sam Canona said that uh, people who are hooked on fentanyl, they don't live into their 50s and 60s and 70s the way people who were hooked on heroin could and continue to use the drug. Fentanyl, man, you're going to die and you're going to die younger than you would have. So, was that you? Yes, I just popped open a soda. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were sniffing some fentanyl. No, it wasn't a gas leak or anything. Oh, okay. Well, a 44-year-old man just got sentenced to 10 years in prison. He smuggled fentanyl and heroin into the jail. This happened uh, up in Ventura County. According Hmm. to the news release, Jaime Gonzalez from Oxnard was arrested for a probation violation. So they sent him to a holding cell with 11 other men. And from what I can tell, he hid the fentanyl up his anal canal. Yeah, it's his body cavity. That's the only cavity I have. I believe that's the term for, right, your opening there. Your your anus. Now, here's the fun part. He took it out and shared it with other men in the cell. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) How desperate do you have to be for a drug hit if a guy just pulled it out of his rear end? Hey, want some? Wow. Give this a snort. Predictably, one of the men went down. He overdosed. On what? The fentanyl. Oh, on the poop. The bad smell? The taste? Who knows what was coming out of there? That's true. Didn't she just warn us about COVID? It is transmitted through that's, body waste. That's right. The old anal plume. And yeah. John and his anal plume. Yeah. <laughs> anal plume. The guy actually shoved the fentanyl up his rear end. Well, <laughs> yeah, he knew he was going to go to the jail, so we <laughs> want to take his drugs with them. Where else are you going to put him? They search you. Wasn't that don't, nice? I thought they do body searches, too. They make you bend over, don't they? And they look in there? Sometimes, yeah, if they're suspicious. They got like a flashlight? <laughs> I mean, every time I go through TSA, I get that, so. <laughs> Man, you didn't use enough toilet paper. That's, uh. Now, 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 so he just. So offered- here's the other part of it. He told them, ignore the guy dying because Gonzalez didn't want to get nabbed 
for bringing the fentanyl oh, into the I prison see. cell. So he basically tried to dissuade the others from trying to save the guy. He wanted to get rid of the evidence, thought he would share. Yeah. Oh, we don't know what happened to him, man. He just he passed out. Yeah. I, I, maybe he has a bad heart. You ought to just... <laughs> I mean, they would have found out that he... Maybe he has a bad heart. <laughs> so the victim had to receive three doses of Narcan. Yeah. He was hospitalized, but did recover from the overdose. But this guy, not only did he share his this is fentanyl. A bad roommate, bad cellmate. Yeah. This is so an Oxnard, been, huh? Yeah, he's been found guilty, uh, possession of a controlled substance, knowingly bringing a controlled substance into jail, and knowingly possessing a controlled substance while in jail. What did he get a week? He got. <laughs> well, this is not George Gascon, but it is oh, California. Right. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Because I think the fact that this guy OD'd and almost died yes. is, is a major factor in what they were looking at here yeah, at the plus, case. Yeah, plus the, the heroin and fentanyl. That is the most severe drugs out there. Yeah. Uh, the court agreed that furnishing fentanyl and then purposefully delaying medical help to avoid getting into trouble did put the victim's life in serious jeopardy. So that was a uh, deputy DA made that statement. The sentence given today reflects the serious risk of death to others from those who furnish fentanyl. Yeah, well, I wish we could have more punishment for dealers who end up giving people those pills that are laced with fentanyl when they think they're getting oxycodone or some other opioid. You, you know what You know, I heard uh, this morning? Uh, they were doing border coverage on Fox, and the drug cartels are making 20 to $30 billion a year importing drugs to the U.S., Twenty to thirty billion dollar gross. It's mostly the Mexican cartels, I guess. Yeah, the Mexican cartels, and uh, they're making about seven billion in human trafficking by getting all these illegal aliens over the border. Wow! Because they, they they charge about three thousand dollars on average, uh, I think, for a family to come over, and they were they were just doing the math on how many people came over the border, how much it costs, how many billions of dollars. Then the the drug. Uh, revenues, and you're you're looking at a thirty to forty billion dollar empire for these drug cartels. That's an insane amount of money. All right, we'll get the latest on the investigation into the murder of the four college students in Idaho from Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI next. Every Johnny year. Ken, Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer. Is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon. Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.